we've got Chad Livengood from Cranes Detroit on the line uh, this morning, as we do every Monday morning. Nolan, uh, Chad, are you there? Good morning. Good morning. What are you guys writing about in Cranes Detroit today? I got a column this week that looks at uh, what I think is probably the next looming crisis for Detroit public schools. The district uh, recently had a uh, uh, engineering firm assess the state of its 100 plus school buildings that are open. They have 30 that the school district still owns that are closed. And of those 100 school buildings, they have uh, in excess of $500 million uh, in in needed repairs, Uh, everything from roofs to boilers to windows to doors, uh, security systems, uh, the, the school, you know, the majority of the school buildings um, are starting to really show some age and need, need serious repair. Uh, just this year, uh, they had to close Palmer Park Academy uh, in the University District neighborhood because the, the, the building was infested with mold from a leaky roof. It's a, it's a 1930s building. It was built when the neighborhood was built. Um, and just like a lot of schools in the city, it needed it needs uh, serious uh, repairs. It just kind of shows you an example of here's a here's an elementary school in one of the most affluent neighborhoods in the city, and it is falling uh, apart. Um, the the the, uh, con- the excuse me the uh, consultant also concluded that if nothing is done. This number, this $500 million number, becomes $1.5 billion in five years. Wow. Um, and I show you how, how dire this is. Almost, almost half that $500 million is high priority, like needs to happen today. The problem for the school district is that they do, in the way that they were bailed out in 2016 and, and the legislature created this new debt-free school district, the debt-free school district can't take on any capital bond debt. Uh, they have no ability to go out to to market and borrow money, uh, and you know, and finance uh, re- repairs or even new, much less new construction of new school buildings uh, because the old Detroit public schools remains in place as a legal entity that still is collecting taxes, 13 mills in total uh, for capital debt um, to pay off the old bonds. Uh, and, and, and you might recall, some people might recall the 2009 bond issue, that those bonds were issued in, in 2010. And back in the uh, late 90s, uh, in 98, uh, there was this bond debt that was also issued. That this district still owes $1.6 billion. Uh, in Chad, debt. on that, Chad, on that first bond issue, the bulk of it disappeared. It was a billion or a billion and a half dollars, as I recall, and the bulk of it disappeared. And, you know, in the 2010 bond issue, a lot of that money was spent on schools that have since been closed and shut down. So this is just a solid mess. Yeah, I mean, we're we're paying for um, debt for schools that are no longer in existence. Some of which have even been torn down um, in that time frame because they, you know, they didn't get uh, boarded up correctly. The district still has schools of those 30 schools that are sitting empty that aren't even boarded up. Um, 
that are still, you know, being uh, exposed to scrappers and the elements. And, and so, and they have to really kind of assess what they're going to do with those. This, this is also obviously also entangled in the charter school competition. The district has, you know, been criticized for years for sitting on school buildings because uh, they don't want to sell them to an entity that might end up turning into a charter school that ends up uh, competing with them. And at the same time, there's also schools that are just greatly underutilized. Um, at Palmer Park Academy, is it was at about 45% capacity, and that's actually pretty good. There were some schools, some some, some of those high schools that were like Denby, that were that were down in the 25% uh, range uh, for capacity uh, at the end of last year when when the um, Education Achievement Authority uh, was was. Uh, folded and the schools were put back into Detroit public schools. So there's a utilization um, and, you know, the governor's office, you know, said to me, they need to, they need to follow through with uh, looking at the utilization and figure out what schools are going to remain open because that $500 million is kind of accounting for a bunch of schools that are greatly underutilized. So Chad, who, where does the money come from? Is there any solution that anyone has put on the table uh, for funding these repairs, you'd, you'd have to somehow allow the, the district to go out to the bond again, uh, and they were basically restricted from that. That there's there's one school district of Detroit, and that's the old DPS, and this and they have to pay off that debt, and that debt is not going to be paid off until 2040 at the earliest. So it's still a situation here where the, the district is 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 kind of handcuffed um for uh for two decades um and and there doesn't seem to be a conceivable source of revenue uh that you could use they could go out and get what's known as a sinking fund millage but they can't bond against it and they could they could ask for up to five mills but five mills of detroit's depressed property values um produces 20 million dollars a year and that's not going to put much of a dent in half a billion. Um, and and so the district has some, has you know has some real constraints here. Uh, Nikolai Vidi is now trying to the superintendent of the schools is trying to kind of raise this issue, um, and it seems like a like a legitimate one to raise because you can bail the school district out of the operational debt, but if you leave it with buildings that are just going to get worse and worse and they have no actual solution, financial means to actually repair it, like like normal school districts do when they go to bond voters and ask for bond issues, then you can see a situation where the schools are going to eventually starve based on uh, deteriorating conditions, and that's not going to be very helpful for bringing families back to the city. Well, Chad, did no one think of this when this deal was put together, this debt bailout deal was put together in the separation of the, the school district? Did no one think that sometime in the next 25 years they might need to bond out capital improvements? When they when they asked for that six, they got the six hundred and seventeen million dollars at the time. Uh, former bankruptcy judge Stephen Rhodes, the, then the interim uh, transition emergency manager, he asked the legislature for up to two hundred million dollars for building pairs, and uh, they they did not allow that. Um, and they originally wanted some up, upwards of eight hundred million dollars. 
Um, he got the 617, and they allowed for 25 million of that to be put towards building repairs. Uh, the district tells me that they haven't even spent all that yet, um, and so it's been two years now. But um, but they're using it to repair Palmer Park uh, Academy's roof right now, and then and then they're going to put uh, put it to other use on a couple other roofs. But you know, a, a, a roof on a school building, you know, five six million dollars can go pretty quickly uh, for one roof, and so um, that's that's basically what they have to work off of. But then it's just operating budget, and this is a district that's you know. It's back on its feet, but it ain't, it ain't uh, flush of cash. And, you know, they're trying to put money into career academies to create more skilled trades programs, try to respond to the needs of employers uh, in the workforce right now. And so they're trying to, and they're saying that they're trying to, trying to, you know, fix the broken education uh, in the district and get the, uh, get the test scores out of the bottom of the barrel uh, in the country and, and, and try to try to boost uh, academic achievement. So taking money from essentially the classroom um, instruction to to keep the uh, keep the ropes of the classrooms from, from leaking, uh, that's kind of you know defeating the, what the, the, the greater mission. So Chad, if the legislature were act and allow the new district to bond out a half a billion or a billion dollars for capital repairs, capital improvements, is the revenue there to pay off those bonds to service that debt? Um, they'd have to have some, you know, some uh, other fashion to, to tax. So, I mean, what I'm told is that basically also the district's at its bond limit. The old district was already at its old bond limit. And so it, it, it basically has tapped out. I mean, the mill, the mills that de- that Detroiters pay, um, I totaled up, Nolan, it's 96 mills total. Um, and if you anyone gets their summer property tax bill, uh, like I did the other day in St. Clair Shores, it was it was 66 mills, uh, and, I, and I'm I'm guessing that that's uh, that's probably what mo- most people in Metro Detroit roughly pay. But in the city of Detroit, the, the millage rate is pretty high. And and so there's you know there's only so many places you can go for that money, um, and there's that, that's that's one of the only avenues. And so it, this is an issue that that someone's going to have to probably take on. It probably you know probably will not happen this this year um, with this governor and this legislature uh, at this moment. Chad Livingood, thanks for being with us. We appreciate your thoughts this morning. You can read Chad in Crane's Detroit Business or in cranesdetroit.com. What's the website, Chad? Cranesdetroit.com. Thanks, Nolan. Cranesdetroit.com. And we thank you for being with us. Chad will be with us every Monday. And coming up next, Debbie Dingle is going to talk to us about immigration and how we fix it. Stay with us on the 910 AM Superstation.